Do you remember that scene from, I think it's Bridesmaid, where she's like, I'm ready to party. Are you ready? Are you ready, my bitch? I'm ready, bitch. Great. two west coast gals hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha our favorite sneaky snacks mental health self-love and body positivity what are we doing what are you doing how are you okay if you guys can't tell um we're very (laughs) sleep deprived for some very odd reasons but i got well technically i think i went to sleep around i fell asleep around one which Mm -hmm. is not that bad and i woke up at like 8 30 and then i worked that's not bad. So it's not bad. I just don't know why. Yeah. I'm feeling so tired. I mean, I know for me it's because of my migraines. But yeah. Maybe I, I have. I don't know why for you. Maybe I have sympathy tiredness. Residual migraine. <laughs> I know. We're telepathic. It's a sympathy migraine. Point, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is cancer season. And as far as my research has told me, Neptune is in retrograde, whatever that means. I thought I that was know. supposed Apparently, to be good. It's just a lot of, it's just a lot of emotions mm. is basically what they're saying it's just emotion everywhere also it's cancer season and freaking cancers are the most emotional people on the planet so <laughs> my sister's a cancer and she's not like that emotional well, it's different as females and males also oh. but also a lot of it's internalized you know oh yeah she definitely internalizes external. hers which is great yeah. it's really good for her oh amazing good for love my that. sister <laughs> love that bitch yeah i've just been working out a lot my body is very tired and very excited because I have a lot of fun, like, personal projects going on that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. And, like, Mira might be able to come visit me in August for one of them. So I'm super okay. excited. Please so. manifest for us that I can finally go back to my home country. Yes. Please. Your home and native land. My home and native land. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what's going on with me. That's the gist of it what's what's going on in your world how's life my world um same old truly i uh have been working out actually a lot a lot you have um yeah i've been doing at least two and a half hours every single day but i've been feeling really really good so i've started um going back to my old habits of following my caloric deficit that i'm in it's a very slight one it's nothing insane mm-hmm. um and kind of following my macros because you know your girl really wants to get toned up by the end of this year i have six months and i really want to make it happen i'm really excited yeah um i keep seeing these reminders everywhere on social media where they keep saying you know 2022 is in six months you know don't let anyone waste your time go go after what you want like you have so much you have half a year to get a bunch of goals set up for yourself and Mm -hmm. achieve and I was like yeah you know what that's so true and I kind of fell off the bandwagon two weeks ago I I got back on my bullshit I want to say a week and a half ago but Mm -hmm. two weeks ago I kind of fell off again so it was kind of nice to reset and um yeah a lot of my day has just been work like my regular job and you know now I'm focusing more on the podcast and I'm going to make a new vision board actually which I'm excited about because I had one for this year and I just feel like because of COVID a lot of these goals that I had would have been achievable had COVID 
been considered well aren't over... a lot of them travel related a lot of them are travel yeah related, exactly which is why i figure okay i can't really achieve those goals this year just mm-hmm. because of covid yeah so i'm going to dial back and a lot of these goals i think are going to be more health and fitness related and business related mm-hmm. so that's kind of where i'm at right now yeah. get on Good it stuff. um what are we drinking i'm drinking nekahama as usual have you had a matcha today? No, you had coffee today. I have not. But I'm also going to make a Nekohama matcha. So Yum. I will be documenting that on our stories. So Yeet. keep an eye out for that. Well, I mean, you probably would have already have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our stories are just basically us making matcha, which... It's li- yeah, literally just us making matcha, something matcha related. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what are we but... talking about today? So today is all about self-reliance and Mm -hmm. how to be emotionally independent and okay being alone, which I feel like this is really good that this episode's coming out because I've had a lot of friends, myself included, still struggling with the concept of being truly alone. Mm -hmm. And when I say truly alone, I mean, you know, being okay by yourself and not being codependent because you can still be emotionally independent and in a relationship but I've just noticed a lot of people struggle with this concept of codependence Mm -hmm. and I have struggled with this um, a couple years ago like in my old relationship I was highly codependent and I never really used to be like that but I think there are a lot of factors that contributed to that. And actually we'll, we'll talk about why people do become codependent and what can trigger that mm-hmm. because, you know, you can be a very strong independent person and fall into a situation where you lose sight of that because of just past trauma or past triggers or yeah. your childhood. There are a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. So I think this episode will be really helpful because I think, especially with COVID, it can feel very alienating uh, being by yourself. And I don't think a lot of us are used to being this alone. So yeah. I think, it'll be really good to talk about. Yeah. This whole month, we are talking about independence and self-reliance in different ways. So yeah, this is our first episode of the month for this theme. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be doing a Q&A about it at the end of the month. So we'll definitely put that on our Instagram story and stuff like that. So you guys have the opportunity to do it. We still have our Ask FM, which we're still getting very interesting questions from you guys. Um, the most interesting. Yeah. And like maybe we'll do like a Q&A when we hit like 2K or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Keep maybe sending maybe your questions and we'll get to them eventually. But yeah. yeah. Even if they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the definition of self-reliance is reliance on one owns powers and resources rather than those of others? What do they mean by powers? <laughs> Magic. The Oxford Dictionary believes we have powers. Hey, there was a study that was released released by CIA that talks about how we can actually scientifically manifest or something. Aren't we supposed to find about about Area 51? Isn't that like the one thing that Trump did that you have they have to tell us what's there? Didn't that happen? Yeah, and I don't think anything happened. At least I didn't hear about it. That's rude. Oh, I, I was ready. I was literally going to say, how rude. I was ready for E.T. E.T. Well, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says that it is reliance on one's own efforts and abilities, which sounds a little less woo-woo. But the first thing that we're going to talk about, since we're talking about questions, are questions to ask yourself about self-reliance. Haha, <laughs> do you see that segue? 
That was amazing. Thank you. I am so proud. Sorry, I sound like I'm dead inside. I'm actually, I'm very enthusiastically <laughs> proud of you. It's just, I cannot exhibit these emotions right now. <laughs> I think that's a great way to get into this topic, Silver. Definitely when we enter this whole concept of being self-reliant, it is important to kind of question your own habits and your own thought processes to kind of see where you lie on the spectrum of being self-reliant. Are you somebody that has been brought up to believe that you can never ask for help, um, where you feel like you it's you against the world and you have to rely on yourself for everything? Or are you on the opposite end of the spectrum where you know you kind of have that silver spoon treatment? You've never had to work a day in your life or rely on yourself or anything because everyone else is doing the work for you. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to go over a couple of questions to kind of ask yourself and then you can kind of figure out where are you on this spectrum and how much work do you need to put into yourself to ensure that, you know, you are self-reliant and okay on being by yourself? Yeah, exactly. Would you like to tell us some of these? Yeah. So one of the questions is, are you looking for a romantic partner to make you happy? There's a lot of pressure on having a romantic partner in your life. And that means that you are complete. So I feel like a lot of people feel like because they don't have a partner that there's something wrong with them, that they need someone with them to be validated. And I think that really sucks. And I think there's a lot of societal pressure, especially for women. Like if you're a single woman, you're like, well, what's wrong with you? Why don't you have a man yet? There's a lot of issues with that. So I find that just because of those reasons, we find that the missing piece of your puzzle, like one of the checklists of life. So yeah, a lot of people think that they need to check this box so that they're a complete and happy person, which is just not true. I feel like you need to be happy and okay with yourself. And that's the whole fucking point of this podcast and this whole month that you do not need someone else to complete you to be a complete and happy person. So if you're feeling like, oh, I'm like 90% comfortable and happy with myself, but that 10% is going to come from external validation from a romantic partner, you're going to be not in a good place. You should be 100% happy with yourself because if you for a second rely on someone else to fill that gap, what if something happens? What if they go away? Like it's just, it's it's not a good choice to rely on one person to make you happy. And- Yeah, going off of that, um, another question to ask yourself is if you do have a partner, do you look at your partner as a source of love, support, reassurance, validation? But do you, you know, rely on your partner for healthy um, supplements in your life or do you rely on them for emotional benefit? Because this is kind of where I feel like I can kind of bring my own personal experience into this situation. In one of my older relationships, I would rely on that person for a lot of my validation. And I think, and this relationship wasn't great. So a lot of this relationship was me trying to get validation where I was just not getting it at all. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't really understand is that, you know, had I had enough self-love and enough um, comfort being by myself and being self-reliant, I would have realized that this was just not like a safe relationship for me. And then not an emotionally stable relationship because no, like I shouldn't be relying on my partner for validation at all, but your partner should be validating you from time to time. I mean, that's just like a healthy situation. Like if you never get compliments or approval from your partner, (laughs) I mean, I personally just don't understand how that would work or Mm -hmm. be healthy. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I look back on my relationship now and I'm like, 
what were you doing? Like, why were you with somebody who never validated you? Yeah. Um, but bringing my past into this, um, I definitely looked for my partner for a lot of things that I just wasn't like, I just didn't realize I could find within myself. Yeah. And so that's a really great question to ask yourself is, do you use your partner to have emotional gain? Because if that is what you're looking for, you're going to ruin your own mental health. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who had to go through that to realize that. So, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, Don't be me. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yes, be you. Yeah. I am so so good now. Yeah. I am in a really great place now but i'm just saying don't be me from the past yes be you (laughs) in the current situation be be mira now (laughs) yes yeah thank you silver you're welcome um yeah so going after if you do have a partner of any kind even a friend if you're upset if your partner doesn't meet a certain need um and doesn't react the way you want that also can be a indicator that you aren't as comfortable and self-reliant because you're looking for that person to kind of make up your own mind about how you feel about yourself. So if that person, if you, for example, like you put on a dress and you love the dress and you're like, oh, it's so cute on me. I look great. And then you ask your partner and they're like, actually, I don't really, it's not my favorite thing on you. Like if they're awful and cruel, dump that bitch. But if they're like, oh, it's actually not my favorite like dress on you. Like, if that suddenly takes away how you feel about yourself and how you feel about the dress, which is only natural, like, it's so normal to have that experience. But Mm -hmm. if it suddenly totally changes your perception of yourself and how you feel in that moment, that might be a sign that you aren't as self-confident and reliant in your own thoughts and feelings. Especially if you start to notice a pattern. So say, you know, you ask that person what you said, hey, does this dress look good? And they say no. But then you kind of think in your head, okay, they don't like it. And suddenly their opinion is the only opinion that matters. And then you start to start dressing just for them. Yeah. That's like another indication of just how you don't even care about how you feel about yourself anymore. You only care about them and what they think of you. Yeah. So you should still like the dress, even if no one else likes it, even if it looks awful. If you're happy in it, that's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah. Wear whatever you want. Exactly. So another question to ask yourself is when you're alone, do you feel the need? And I feel like this is such an important question to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you feel the need to fill the loneliness void with distraction? So are you always on your phone when you're alone? Are you always trying to talk to somebody when you're alone? Like, are you not able to be okay by yourself without any form of distraction. Mm-hmm. I think that's such an important question because I can say with confidence, a lot of people that I know, and I used to be this way too, and I still occasionally struggle with this, but cannot function by themselves. Like they always need to have somebody around or they always need to be busy talking to someone, interaction. Mm-hmm. They cannot be okay on their own. And that's obviously a form of not being self-reliant, right? Because you're always relying on an external source of companionship to kind of fill that gap that you're feeling. Yeah. And obviously, it's not like the extreme where you're alone for hours and on oh, end. Yeah. And like, of course, you're going to be like, oh, eventually, I would like to see someone. But oh, absolutely. yeah, even I have found since, especially since moving in with my husband, because when I lived at home, there's lots of times where I was alone because my whole family has different moving pieces. And so 
when now that I live with my husband, when he goes out and I'm on my own, it feels so weird because I don't know what to Mm -hmm. do with myself. And I feel that I have to call people to fill the silence and fill the void. And then I just, I'm never alone. So now I'm kind of learning that when he is out or even if he's just in the house but we're doing different things I'm really trying to focus on doing my own thing and being okay with that and not having to share that with anyone but it is it is definitely hard especially when you get used to having someone there all the time yeah yeah and I think that happens especially after a breakup um yeah because I noticed that with myself when I got out of my relationship I you know you're so used to seeing that person every day or every other day or whatever and then suddenly they're gone Mm -hmm. and you have so much free time Mm -hmm. and you just don't know what to do with it and I remember I oh my god when I first went through my breakup I was on the phone with Silver (laughs) constantly every day because I could not be alone but also I was in an apartment with all my roommates were gone so there's just nobody for me to talk to yeah And I felt like I was going to lose my mind and I had no family in Boston. So it was literally just me. And so. And you're in a pandemic. Yeah. And the pandemic. Yeah. This was at the beginning beginning. of COVID. You're right. So everything was shut down. Mm -hmm. Felt like I was literally going to lose my head. Like I really thought I was going to go insane. And honestly, I thank Silver this every other week. I'm like, thank (laughs) you so much for being there for me. Actually, we had the conversation about this a couple of days ago where I was like, dude, how did I get over my breakup? Because I don't remember anything. I have blacked out so much of that process. And she's like, oh my God, Mira, you don't understand. You would make me watch New Girl with you. And then you'd start crying. Then we had to pause it. We had to play some other TV show. Then we'd go back to New Girl. Then you'd start crying again. (laughs) Guys, to be a thousand percent honest, I don't remember this. I don't remember this at all. Because I remember the whole thing. God, so embarrassing. I like I remember she both. told me this and I was like, I am so sorry you had to deal with me because honestly, you guys have seen me on Instagram. I'm not like that usually. No. Like, I am usually a very happy, thriving, functioning person. This was a total different Mira. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I think like especially like Mira and that relationship, it was very not it's not it was not a good space for her to be in and she was a very different person like when her and I became close she was a very different person like she was very needing someone there all the time and required someone to validate a lot like a lot a lot and I was very reliant I was very codependent yeah and it's been absolutely incredible to see like even from even then like right away there was times where she was like I'm taking myself out on a date and like we're gonna talk about stuff like this in a bit but she's she started taking herself out on these little dates and I remember you were selling stuff from your apartment and you're like well I'm gonna be in this area so I'm gonna stop at this cafe and I'm just gonna sit here and drink my coffee and I'm just gonna think about things and you've slowly started building those habits for yourself and becoming more and more self-reliant so yeah like it is possible but it's just something you need to actively work on especially when you're getting out of a breakup yeah and like you're you get used to it and you bounce back quicker and quicker and even 
There's mm-hmm. a quote from some of the one of the articles that we are pulling from. It's from the medium.com. It's all about um, personal growth and not relying on others. But when I was reading mm-hmm. through it, there's a quote that says every setback is an opportunity to test self-reliance. That's why you have to celebrate adversity. Without it, you will never become a complete and reliable person. So the more and more that you face adversity, you just have to remember and like, of course, be sad, take your time to grieve it. Yeah, absolutely. But then go, you know what, this is another excellent opportunity for me to practice self-reliance. Yeah. So one of the other things you should be asking yourself if you are in a relationship is, and like, I really think we should include this in friendships too, like really close friendships or relationships with like maybe a parent or a sister or sibling, like anything like that. Um, but if, if that relationship is the center of your universe and you get bothered if they do something without you or they cut you out of something, um, that you've been doing together, like, does that really bother you in a way where you're not able to move forward and go on with your day or life? Because that can be another huge sign that, like, you're just not able to be happy and on your own without that person there. And that can be really hard to recognize about yourself because like I've definitely gone through that where I was unhappy when someone like really close to me would go and do something without me because I was like well I'm your person we do everything together and as soon as that doesn't happen I realized how reliant I was on them for like my happiness and Mm -hmm. my like productivity so it can be really hard Mm -hmm. but that's a really good thing to recognize about yourself Like we're not, we're saying, as we've said this whole episode, pretty much don't cut people out and don't think you can't rely on other people, but it's definitely trying to self-regulate and self-manage your emotions and thoughts and needs first before just running to someone and saying like, okay, this is all this stuff is going on. I need you to figure it out. It's just more considerate. It's better for you. It's better for your friendships and relationships. So in general, like it's just nice to have some self-reliance so that you don't have to put that on your like important people in your life all the time absolutely yeah I agree definitely keep those supports around you but again it's really important to have self-reliance because you don't want to have that one person have to deal with everything all the time yeah okay so now we're gonna go into why does this happen why are we codependent or why are we massively (laughs) self-reliant Well, shall I get into it? Yes. Lo and behold, a lot of our codependency and self-reliance issues actually stem from dun, 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 childhood. Yeah. Um, as children, you know, we rely on our parents for emotional needs such as love, comfort, support, validation, etc. And unfortunately for many of us, that wasn't something that we were provided. And that's something that we've lacked. And that can be part of the reason why you grow up with reliancy issues. Mm-hmm. Um. And you can be on opposite ends of the spectrum. Some people have trust issues and feel like they have to do everything on their own. And some people have to rely on someone to do everything for them because they just have no idea how to do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. So we often don't develop emotional self-reliance skills as kids because parents out of love for us do their best to provide all those needs. And if you have parents that have really sheltered you and are too scared to let you do things on your own, you will probably be on the very dependent side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. However, if you have a similar upbringing as to me, you definitely don't trust people and you feel like you need to do everything on your own. So there are very different aspects of the spectrum. Um, And oftentimes 
it's not until we're an adult where we realize we need to figure out the balance of being Mm self-reliant. So if you're on the part of the spectrum I'm describing where you are depending on people a lot, you will find yourself looking for that in partnerships. So you'll Mm -hmm. be looking for a romantic partner all the time. Like you cannot be single. You can't function being single because you just need to have that person. Like you feel incomplete without a person. And that I feel like is the perfect identifier as to you being a codependent person. Yeah. Um, Because if you were emotionally self-reliant and emotionally independent, you wouldn't feel the need to want to be with somebody. You can obviously want to be with somebody, but remember you choose to be with somebody. You don't be with someone because you need them. That's Mm -hmm. different. That's, that's, I think the identification as to if you have a healthy relationship or not. Yeah. You don't want to be with that partner because you feel like you need to be, you want to be with them because you choose to be, you want to be, that's the indication. So yeah, a lot of this stems from childhood and just how we were raised. If you feel like you, you know, have a lot of issues and stuff, don't blame yourself. Like this is normal. This makes sense. Like it's not something you should feel like you're an alien or an outcast. There are so many people that feel the exact same way. Mm -hmm. I know so many people that have talked to me about this where they say, I don't like being alone. Like, I feel like I need to be with somebody. I feel like I need a partner. And, you know, even I struggle with this occasionally. Sometimes I feel like I need a partner to be feel complete. And um, that's where you realize, okay, it's totally normal for me to feel the way I do, but we can't let it be a continuous thing. So that's when you identify the issue and then you start to put the work to fix the issue. 100%. Yeah. And I think a lot of times happens too, if you couldn't rely on people for your entire life and then you have the option of relying on this person all the time, You definitely, like, who wouldn't take it? Like, you finally have someone in your life that can take care of you, care for you, give you the validation that you've never had. Like, it just makes sense. But it's not healthy. But the good part is, is that we're all human and adults. So we can figure it out later on if there are some issues with our upbringing. Like, just as Mira and I are doing now, like, we're doing a lot of self-work and a lot of self-development. And we're figuring it out. So the final question, I'm sure that we're all dying to know. Yeah. So how do we develop these habits of relying on ourselves? How do we not become codependent? How do we become okay being by ourselves, being okay with being alone? And good news, there are a lot of ways. So don't yeah. worry. Um, it will take time. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely took time for me. And also, again, depends on your situation. Is this totally. just something like, did you just come out of a breakup? Did you... Uh, just realize that you have codependency issues are you just somebody that lost a best friend and now you don't have that person now you feel like there's a void and Mm -hmm. there's many things even your family member your family member could be your best friend and then maybe they move away or they die (laughs) I know I know it's just like you never know right yeah maybe you have a really big fight and you can't patch things up and suddenly there's that vacancy so plenty of reasons why you might feel the way you do Mm -hmm. um so here are some tips that we have Mm -hmm. one of them is to sit by yourself without any device or distraction just for a few minutes um and look internally inwards with yourself and this is something I think we tend not to do we don't like to sit with our thoughts and with our emotions Mm -hmm. I know I hate doing this this is like the most uncomfortable thing Mm -hmm. for me to personally do I do you relate silver I totally do yeah yeah it's just so uncomfortable to like look inwards and be like oh these are like this is my emotions and this is why I feel the way I do you know know. yeah (laughs) but 
this practice is really helpful because this is how you start to rewire your brain and build positive neural pathways. You need to identify what the issues are within yourself. You have to understand why you think the way you do. Yes, bitch. So look inwards, identify all the things that make you who you are and learn to love them. Yeah. Like learn to love yourself. It's yeah. so important. So, tips, yes. So another thing is like my bread and butter, because this is my job, is routine building, like building routine Ta-ta. that makes you happy and just really caters to what would bring you the most happiness. I think there's even a TikTok I sent you that was like, I'm just doing things that make me happy. Like, that's all I'm doing. And it can be such a good practice. And like, yeah, there's things that you don't like doing, but in like in turn will make you happy. Like sometimes I really don't like working out on a certain day, but then I know I'm going to feel happy about myself after. I know I'm going to get those positive things. So do things that'll make you happy, that'll help you focus and work towards goals that you've set for yourself and just have something that you're always working on and you won't notice anyone else and their issues or all these like minor things. I find if we are don't have something to work on and if we're not really comfortable with ourselves internally when external factors are interrupted, where we think it's the end of the world because that's all we have to focus on. But when you're like, okay, that's going on over there. Like Jeffrey's having a meltdown, but you know what? I'm going to the gym and I'm going to eat my berries today. Like that's all we're doing today. (laughs) Exactly. Separating yourself from other people's issues so you can focus on yourself is so important. Yeah. It's really healthy. You do not, especially Silver and I are both empaths and we Mm -hmm. do find ourselves being pulled into people's problems all the time. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that we both understand this about each other because we always identify when either of us are getting invested. Yeah. And we're like, okay, time to, time to start focusing on yourself. Like now is not, does this serve you? No, it doesn't. doesn't. Even Silver's husband has been on this now. He's like, does this serve Mira? No, it doesn't. That's so funny. So just really focusing on your own health you how you treat your own body and focusing on your self-care we have a i think we have an episode about self-care too wow we just really have so many things for you we are here to help you guys yeah and also a really good thing especially during this pandemic that i've realized is learning a new skill and loving that process of being bad at something and learning something new because it's it's definitely a good exercise and like especially I think I've, we brought this up a couple of times I'm like really not good at pottery but I've been doing it and practicing and like I'm finally getting good at it and I'm doing this course with like my She's closest friend so good at it thank you so I'm finally at a place where I'm feeling better about it but throughout that whole mm-hmm. time and I swear to you if you want to learn how to be okay with failure constant failure <laughs> Do a pottery. (laughs) Go do pottery. Because you learn that even if you work so hard on something, it might not turn out the way you want. And that's okay. You Mm -hmm. would just have to scratch it and start again. Because it's so good for you to learn that. And it can be Mm -hmm. so hard, especially because I am so type A and such a perfectionist. So I've really learned. Like I, I threw a beautiful pot last night. And then the instructor the teacher was like actually we're not gonna fire anything today we're gonna destroy it 
and you're gonna do a better job next week and I was like oh that would have made me so I know and I looked at her for a second and I was like okay and I squashed it and she's like wow and she actually applauded me and it made me so happy because she was like wow she's like most people would have not done that because she's like that was a beautiful pot and most people wouldn't be able to do that and I was like I'm very comfortable with failure <laughs> now she, I'm so proud of you I know and I was like thank you so yeah I'm so proud of learning you. the process Amazing. of learning and failure and like going through yeah. that on your own is so important with self-reliance so oh I agree yeah and kind of like on my end um I've been doing or starting to kind of incorporate language learning again yeah um yeah, so there are a couple. It's it's a little overwhelming for me because I'm crazy. So <laughs> I don't want to just learn one language at a time. No, no, no. I've decided to learn two languages simultaneously freshening up on another language I know. I've been putting a lot of time and effort into it. And it's something I do struggle with. And I think it's great because like Silver said, it's so good to be exposed to failure and learning that it's okay to fail. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to learn my mother tongue, actually. I used to be fluent in Tamil. And I can no longer speak it. I personally am struggling and I fail all the time, but I'm learning that it's a learning process and Mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. But it's such a good exercise for your brain. It's just like pottery, just like anything. When you pick up a new skill, it makes you literally work out your brain. Yeah. Especially languages. Like languages is such a, Mm. like a different part of the brain that's activated. So we need Mm. to travel to all the countries that you're learning languages for. So when I take you to Istanbul, I can finally speak Turkish and everyone will be so happy. (laughs) So our next tip is to invest time into existing friendships and family instead of seeking a relationship, Mm -hmm. which I think is really important, especially if you're single right now. Don't worry. I am. You can, we can bond together (laughs) over being single. It's fine. You're not the only one. Um, but Definitely taking that time that you would use to mull over why you don't have a significant other right now Mm -hmm. and putting it towards the people that do care about you will really benefit you because you'll learn that you don't need another person to complete you. And like I said, when you're in a relationship, you want to choose to be with that person. It shouldn't be a need. It should be a want. Mm -hmm. So this will help you with that. Um, Yeah. So for example, when I got out of my relationship, I focused all my time on FaceTiming my family, like rekindling old relationships with some family members I haven't spoken to in a long time. I bonded, <laughs> Silver and I bonded very, very, yeah. very deeply <laughs> over that time period. Yeah. But I think in a way it was a blessing because mm-hmm. I lost someone and I gained such a great relationship with you. Uh-huh. But that's what I did. And I even hung out with some of my really, really close friends in Boston. I hung out with them and my relationships and connections with them got even stronger and even if you are in a relationship um still doing these things will help with your self-reliance because again you'll have other forms of support you won't have that one person that you rely on everything for and you'll have again multiple people in your circle yeah that's really important i think yeah to just be having a healthy life yeah and it puts less stress on more people on everyone pretty much if you don't have to worry about Yeah. yeah which Mm -hmm. i really appreciate 
our last point is actually learning to fix your own problems and taking responsibility. So this can be the hardest thing to do. And like, I know Mira, you and I both struggle with this so much because who doesn't, who wants it to be like your fault and like it's on you? I know. No one. (laughs) Yeah. So like it's can be really hard, but taking responsibility, um, can be a really good thing for your personal growth it is a really good thing for your personal growth because if you find yourself blaming people all the time you need to tell yourself okay that other person is not the problem even if they did something and you can choose to believe that the other person is a problem but when you're reliant on them for being the problem then you're reliant on them for being the solution so if you can go you know what they did something shitty but i'm also part of the problem and that's something that i can solve myself because i'm so wonderful and self-reliant and independent so i got this it's then if you believe that even though sorry it's hard to think this too because a lot of people think they're always the problem but we're not saying it like that we're just saying like if if there's a problem fix it yourself if there's an issue if you had a fight fix it yourself don't wait and rely on the other person to fix it for you Mm -hmm. so yeah you can look inside at yourself to see what's the problem so if you're bored fix it find something to do if you're feeling lonely or hurt comfort yourself if you're feeling jealous don't hope that someone will reassure you for that reassure yourself because in the end of the day that's something that you need to learn by yourself like you can have someone tell you a million times how great you are how you don't need this and whatever but if you don't fully believe that as a person you're never gonna learn so you need to take the time to destroy those other neuro pathways of relying on other people and negative self-talk and replace it with some happy talk to yourself and knowing that you are very independent and you've got this you are strong you can fix any problem that you step into that's not an issue something comes up you've Mm -hmm. got this and you need to know that you need to know that for the rest of your your life cheerleader yeah because yeah, because life, people change, people come in and out of your life. And at the end of the day, the one person that is consistent is you. So you better make yep. sure that you know how to do it on your own. You better make sure that you are your own best friend because you're the only yeah. person you're stuck with for the rest of your life. Exactly. And it's also just so much quicker. Like if I'm having a bad day and I'm like, oh, I need to talk to someone about this and they're not available. I'll talk to them later. And if you're just standing there in front of the mirror and go, actually, I totally have this. I don't need anyone else right now. It's so much faster. Just oh, for yeah. life efficiency. Better use of your time. Yes. And other people's like poor people. The amount of people I've had to like call and be like, I think I'm an idiot. Can you please help me? And they're like, oh, my God, Silver, you're fine. Do it. Or you're... I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry for bothering you with my stupidity. <laughs> Off I go on my no. own. <laughs> say that i know i know don't be like that i know but it's just it's so much you'll have such more healthy relationships so much better boundaries like if you've got your own shit you're golden yeah so thank you guys for listening we really hope you enjoy this episode we really do think that self-reliance and independence is a very healthy part of any relationship even the one that you have with yourself 
So, um, yeah, if you took anything away from this episode, we just hope that it helps you and that you feel good and happy today. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions on today's episode, feel free to leave them on our Instagram at Matcha Mondays Podcast. So we'll see you there and we'll see you next week. But until then, have, have a great, great Matcha, Matcha Monday. Monday. <laughs>